What's up, everyone out there? Welcome back to Cork Stats here on the Mayo Media Network with your host, John Legazer. But my boys call me Big Johnny Stud. Coming to you worldwide from Brooklyn, New York, as always. Coming out the chair. As always, we are just a matter of days away from baseball season. Can you feel it, everybody? Yes, yes, you all. When you don't stop, come on, Big John. Come rocking the short shot. Make sure you hit the like button. Subscribe to the channel. And if you are still preparing for your last-minute drafts, get up into the fantasy baseball picks and bets playlist right this way or this way it might even be this way but make sure you check that bad boy out we've been working really hard around the clock all throughout the offseason ups and downs throughout the lockout to get you ready I mean it's deep dives and player analysis position rankings some strategy stuff just everything that you can handle so make sure that you check all of that out if you still have drafts upcoming today we're going to put the cherry on top of it think of it as like a state of the union address we are going to try and cram six pounds of crap into a three pound box and if there's anybody that could do it it's the one man band all right again we're going to just make this like the ultimate cram session maybe position by position a touch of strategy and then maybe an outlier or two players that we like players that we don't like you know to get an idea of how to attack these drafts as you know i've got a couple coming up too my um my home league draft is just a couple days away, and I'm getting ready for that, so I kind of know, you know, how these things are and how it can feel. Like I said, to cram, I'm generally not the type, right? I've been doing work the entire time, laying it out for you, and that's why when we get down to the very end, we want to be relaxed going into the test room, not the other way. But I know you couldn't tell it from the speed that I talk, but I am feeling very calm about this draft season because I did the work. I'm ready, and you should be ready as well. Let's dive on in. We'll start with the catcher position. That's what we're gonna do, just position by position. Up top, it's very top-heavy. Sal Perez and really Will Smith, me standing on his own. JT Realmuto without the power. I don't know. I guess I see the appeal if you think you're getting steals and the boost from PAs with the DH. In points leagues, Sal Perez is a boss. I kept him in my home league. You get a tremendous advantage. As far as Roto leagues, what you have to pay to get him, I'm not sure he's really going to do it. I'm generally looking for a bit more value. I did mention JTR and the steals. I'm not sure we're going to get. I do think we'll get them in Dalton Var show. His ADP up around 90, but he's projected a return like $17. You know, I like to use dollar returns because it kind of compresses everything into a single metric. It's not all and be all, and you shouldn't overreact to 50 cents or 40 cents. It's just a, a kind of a lodestar, just you know, an, an idea of which to gauge these decisions. I do. Let's call it a dollar, right? Let's call the benchmark a dollar from where I care. So if I'm paying up, I'm getting Varsho. If not, I really like Elias Diaz. You get the good environment with the Rockies. And, you know, he's pretty cheap, going off at ADP 225, but projected to return like eight bucks. Not many players around that point in the draft can give you that kind of return. He's projected to return more than guys going in front of him, like Zunino and Kirk Darno and even uh, Vasquez. And the other one, if you're in two catcher leagues, I like Omar Navias also going around pick 250. He's just not going to kill you. He's not going to win a league for you, but he's not going to kill you. I am particularly sensitive to batting average in Roto Leagues. To me, it's the hardest thing to make up. Catches are probably the hardest thing to replace. I do think there's some value in trying to stream them. I generally like to stream until it sticks. Well, that's what I'm doing. I'm looking for values. If they stick, they stick. If they don't, I always have my eye. I'm sorry about that. I always have my eye on catchers that might step into the role. Let's move it on. First, B 
basement, you know, lots of power here, and it is incredibly deep. You know, there was a hot topic of conversation in the offseason about Vlad Guerrero. He is a GOAT. He is a boss. You could absolutely win any kind of league with him. He should be considered for the number one overall pick in points leagues. That being said, strategically, it's not the strongest play, in my opinion, because of the depth at the position. Yes, Guerrero head and shoulders better probably than anybody else, maybe even including Freddie Freeman, but still, you got to pay that first round JF Capital in Roto Leagues. I want steals. So, considering that you can get power with some average runs, you know, everything, really get four categories and even guys that'll toss in a steal or two. I've been more shopping later. One of my favorite value plays, I love Trey Mancini. He looked great last year coming off the cancer diagnosis. Listen, again, pick 210. Dollar value expected, $11. Going around, guys like Mount Castle, Tyler Stevenson, even Jay Cronenworth, Jared Walsh, all going 100 picks earlier, projected to return around the same. So those are the guys that I'm looking for. I also like Crone, I like Bell, I like that whole kind of section. It's Hoskins, all the ADP, let's call it 120, guys. That is where I'm shopping. And then if you haven't followed my work at all, I'm very big on Bobby Dalback. He's my favorite CI this year at the cost. And then, you know, we've had the resurgence of um, Keston Hiora, who I really love. I'm drafting him in every league in the reserve rounds at first base now with the Luke Voigt trade to San Diego. Another player I don't believe the cost has caught up to the return so for all those reasons, you can see why I'm just off the very tippy top of the first base scale. So you see what we're going to be doing here, right? Lightning fast, couple names, a little bit of strategy, clumps, how I'm attacking it, hoping to get the points, and to roto every single position. I don't know where else you're going to find that, of course, you know, with the one-man band, all the nuance, and the context that you get at the Mayo Media Network. Let's move over to the Keystone. Second base, Trey Turner, probably consensus number one overall pick in roto leagues. And, you know, I tend to agree. I have been really high on Ozzy Albies and Roto Leagues as well, although the market seems to have caught up to my idea of it, where he was one of my favorite second-round bats. He's now kind of moved up into the first. Uh, if, if you got him, if you're at the very end, I could see it. I think I like Luis Robert more than I like Ozzy Albies, but if you're very big on position scarcity or you don't like late second baseman, then that's fine. You take Albies all the way up front. If not, I'm kicking back into beyond um, Kettle Marte. I am not a, I do like Marte and I do like the skills. I worry about the you know availability, right? That ability that is kind of hard to put our thumb on. In between there, you had Marcus Simeon. I can't get to Simeon. I think he's really outperformed the skill set last year. He had a million plate appearances. I think he's set to regress a touch. I do think he's a good player, but I'm not paying up because I like the next one. So if you're passing on Marte, give me that next little clump. I love the India, Brandon Lau, and Jorge Polanco tier. That's all me. If I can't get there, my dude is Colton Wong, where I think he's going to be leading off in a very good environment. He steals some bases. You're going to get average. That's what you hear a lot from me, right? If I'm not taking a position all the way up front, you can bet your bottom dollar I'm going to be looking for the best value at balance. And kind of that's what I've shown you already so far. The first baseman I'm dropping back on, we're going to be looking for guys that are going to hit for average and for power, runs and ribby seam for second baseman. But with second baseman, those middle infield positions, I also want to make sure that I'm getting some steals in 
teams or let's say in formats or leagues where I have steals, let's say I have Miles Straw and I'm not worried about steals. I do like Jonathan Scope very late. He crosses the CIMI thing. You get first base and you get second base. And again, batting average. He's going to play every day. He's going to hit for enough power. He's going to throw in a couple steals. He's going to get counting stats. For me, that is the best way to win at fantasy baseball when you bounce back is not to look for players that spike or have, you know, very flawed profiles. Give me solid profiles. They generally come on bad teams because people are, you know, not as interested in the Tigers. But Jonathan Scope is going to hit fourth, fifth, or sixth most likely for the Tigers every single day. And that's a good place to look for value. So let's move past Second base, get up into shortstop, another extremely deep position. If you do have a pick at the top, I do understand Turner and Bichette. I can't really get the story. I don't see the pop there, but if you're in Roto Leagues and you haven't addressed speed, I do understand that. I don't think he's trash. I do think he's viable. If you want to know more about it, I covered Trevor's story in detail in the playlist that I mentioned. So if I refer to it, please take the 12 or 13 minutes that it takes to check out those videos. I really am going to walk you through everything. Rolling graphs. We're going to go through discipline and plate skills, the power metrics, projections, and how to apply all of these things to come to a decision. I really think it's the best free resource anywhere on the internet. Take advantage there. I really like Tim Anderson because you were talking about the plus average with the steals, but the ADP is there, right? Trevor Story is now getting bumped up into the second round in big roto leagues where Anderson has kind of pushed back into the third. Give me Anderson all day long. Wanda Franco, a very coveted piece. I can't really get there in Roto, I do get it. I just recently listened to Derek Cardi on turn two with my boy Matt Williams, but I just can't get there. I want to see it first for the price. Why? Because I feel like I have replacements there. I'm very high on Jorge Polanco. I'd rather have him in second, but I think he checks all the boxes. My guy of guys this year is Willie Adames, and beyond that, Ahmed Rosario. So if you have a two or three guys at a position that you like going in the 150 or later range, then you feel okay. I feel the need to feed Bobichette. Bobichette is incredible. But I feel like I can get away from that. There is a scenario that I could see Ahmed Rosario being on par with Bichette given the cost, right? So be very careful there, right? We are going to be talking about a difference in 15 runs and 15 ribbies, maybe a little bit more. But when we're talking about you know, 150 picks, 180 picks, that becomes part of the calculus, the opportunity cost that we're going to get at. So I do like the shortstop position, but I'm all about the Willie Adamas life. Over to third base we go. For me, it's J-Ram, you know, by a country mile. He's one of the reasons that I really would, you know, pick him with one of the top three picks because of the position. I don't really like anybody else. Devers is a boss and should be considered in the top five for point leagues. He's an OPS god. But it does become difficult to take players that don't steal at all that high in a roto draft. That's just my style. And I like Miles Straw, but there's only one Miles Straw. And, you know, to not get a full complement of statistics, right, a five-category contributor with a beautiful profile that could come with average and steals, very hard to pass on the first round. Or the second, you know, Devers kind of going around the turn. So third base, one of the uh, most shallow positions. I've just been on this hard fade. I really like Austin Riley, especially in point leagues. Push him all the way up. I'm buying it all. Another subject of those deep dives. Check out the Austin Riley video. I think it's very well done by yours truly. Then I'm just fading outright. I don't like the price. I don't like the packages. I think a lot of either the prices are flawed or the profiles are flawed. I'm around 
man, I'm, I'm back again in that like 150 range at Ryan McMahon in third or Josh Donaldson. One of the guys I really like, believe it or not, one of my long shots is um, Kevin Smith, who moved over in the Toronto Oakland deal. So now where he was blocked, he should get full run. I mean, he's an average guy that also steals bases, right? There's that continuity. Now, again, I don't know if I'm going to always be right. I don't know if I'm always going to win. But I do know that I try and come up with a pretty objective process that eliminates as many variables as possible. And that helps me to backtest it. So, you know, I'm going to be going for solid profiles with what I see as floors. I understand Kevin Smith could fall apart. I've been trying to back him up with John VR, another guy who's going late. Average. Steals. He has two first-round returns on his resume. So you can see where I'm kind of pushing um, back, where I'm dropping back in some of these positions. Now, again, everything that I say is not gospel, but I do try and, you know, validate these things as best as possible. I feel pretty good about a lot of my decisions. I was into Chris Bryant. Now we move to Colorado. If you can get him at any kind of discount, you go on Chris Bryant. But I saw him go as early as like the second or third round. So, man, second or third rounds, Ben's really tough. I was just speaking with Matt Medica on my own podcast. You can check out the Cork Stats audio podcast on all the major providers. Rate, review, and subscribe there. And we were talking about how Chris Bryant lines up pretty well with Manny Machado, but... Ah, that price is becoming pretty hard to stomach. I've been pushing, you know, dropping back, like I said, on third base. Let's get up into the outfield. You know, the most um, diverse... Uh, excuse me, just one. So, you know, it's the most diverse uh, position as far as cost and as far as what it provides. So this is where I really like to get creative. I have found it really important, especially in five outfielder leagues, to make sure that I'm getting a big-time outfielder right off the bat Bryce Harper is really my guy because I think you're getting it all and especially the 12 steals Juan Soto my favorite player possibly ever definitely ever that never that doesn't wear pinstripes another one of those players that I think if he happens to fall outside of the top like five or six is just a god in any format Mookie Betts man projection systems love him and if they're correct that's gonna be a big loss for me I'm not on Betts I don't think his power profile matches up with the surrounding players I'm a bit worried about him running so I have been off of bets. I know that's a big point of contention for a lot of people. I mentioned Luis Robert. I think Louis Robert, I think he's a first-round pick. Love that. I love the Castellanos move. Jordan Alvarez, Byron Buxton, Teoscar Hernandez. I do a lot of shopping up front with these outfielders because I feel that they're the players that really move the needle for you. You can get 12 steals. You can get 35-plus home runs. You can get... 200-plus runs and ribbies, and a solid average. So I've been all about getting at least one major outfielder, but that's why I think there's a bit of scarcity to position. We're seeing more platooning than ever before. So I've had no problem pushing up, trying to get those guys that are true five-category contributors. So there's a few guys that I like up front. I also like Mitch Hanniger a ton. Again, covered him in um, the preview series make sure you check that out why i really believe it i gave you a couple names that i like again in the middle again i am addressing speed up front so i can get a guy like hunter renfro who i don't think the market is caught up to at all he is phenomenal he's kind of cut the strikeouts he's up his contact rate his power is elite and i know people think fenway is great for home runs it's not great for home runs the park factor is great for babip it's not great for home run milwaukee has a great par factor for home runs especially for righties i think hunter redfro is going to be a monster season i'm off bellinger give me ozuna at the price i don't care about the moral stuff that's not my job really into aj pollock at the price i think there's a windfall profit to be had there so i like to pick my spots 
with outfielders and a few of the guys that I like much later on into Connor Joe. Colorado Bruin and Chris Bryant. Don't be married to your priors. I think I pulled the eject button on him. So then I think we're ready to dive into pitchers. Actually, before we do pitchers, let's do relievers uh, really fast. And I think it's simple. In a point league, I'm not really concerned. I'd rather churn and burn. Keep an eye on those sparps. And if you're unfamiliar with what that is, that's starting pitcher and relief pitcher. If you're playing in CBS like I am, here's a little tip. Here's a little trick. I told you, I'm showing you it all. The context and the wants get you to first place. You go on to CBS or the provider, go to the projections page, click on RP only, and then go to games started. And any player that's projecting for 20 starts or more as a reliever you need to push up those guys are really invaluable i'd rather not start relievers if i can avoid it because i don't want to pay the price for the big dogs since they're constantly getting replaced especially in a 12 team league with a high rate of replacement you could be active on the waiver wire and i think replace those in a roto league I am making sure to get one of the top guys. Kenley Jansen's my favorite, one of my favorite closers, and he's kind of fallen to the back of that level. Maybe it's changed a bit with the move to Atlanta, but you give me uh, Jansen. Now, I think Romano is even one of those guys the Blue Jays didn't upgrade. I think he's going to get every chance. So I think you need a solid closer. And then I think you could speculate on somebody that might get you saves out of the gate. That's more my style. Give me a guy that I think could get the saves now. You get Alex Colley a little late. You get Lou Trevino on the A's. I don't expect him to get 40 saves. I don't expect him to have the job to August. But I am hoping that with the tra- tra- low draft capital, the cheap draft cost is what I mean to say, that if they can get you 12 or 15 saves before they get you know, lose the job, then boom, that paid the bills all the while. You should be searching. I'd like to keep one roster spot open for relievers. Let's get into starting pitchers as we round third. Let's score the rock, everybody. I told you, the one-man band, we are doing it all. Starting pitchers, another one, like outfielders, okay? That is the most diverse position as far as what you get and the values and because of the player pool is so deep. So I think outfielders and starting pitchers kind of mirror each other. I like to get them up front. I kind of like two of each up front front because and I wanted to get to this I like my fantasy roster to almost mimic a real roster and that I feel that you need an SP1 and I think you need an SP2 and think of these things in terms of in the league you want an SP1 that can compete with the very best team or an SP2 and all the way down the line so I get that there are people that are all pitching I get that there are people that are no pitching for me I'm taking a little bit more of a nuanced view and I'm kind of going to pick and choose my spots because of what I like I do a lot of very deep detailed pitching work and I would like to point you to that and I'll give you a hint some of the guys that I like we dove into Jordan Montgomery we dove into Joe Ryan I dove into Hyunjin Ryu there um Robbie Ray to see if I thought that that was legit there are quite a few pitching breakdowns on it you could also check my Twitter handle at MLB moving AVG moving averages MLB moving averages on a bluebird Twitter machine I did a very detailed breakdown at PitchCon Walker Bueller versus Aaron Nola versus Max Scherzer and not only might you learn something about the way I ranked them but you'll see kind of how we come to that I break down pitch shape and all types of stuff really cool stuff walk you through a bit of the you know ABC Darien approach to but you know you got to start somewhere right the journey of a thousand miles beginning with a single step and I'd love to be there to hold the door for you again comments the DMs always open 
love you guys out there. Thanks for taking your time to hang with us. So let's dive into the pitching. Before we get out of here fast, I like guys at the very top. Yes, no secret. I like Cole and I like Burns. I generally don't get there because I'm taking five category hitters. So I want to have an answer for you. My SP1s, I really like Wheeler and I really like Giolito. I think Alcantara might fit there too. I'm a little less comfortable with him as my one. I was hoping his price would be a bit more suppressed. I think Giolito is more my guy in the second round. And then I'm off it for a little bit because there is a clump in the, I don't know, maybe it's like the two tier, like the two eight tier where, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm probably taking two guys. So I'm really into Blake Snell. I'm really into Shane McClanahan. I'm really into Trevor Rogers, right? Lots of swing and miss ability. We've seen guys that could go six innings, forget the Snell narrative. I'm into trajectory changes, be sure Snell, Changed the pitch mix. We've already seen him win a Cy Young, and you're not really paying a premium for that. So that's a place I like to look. Also, Nate Evaldi has the injury tag. He gave us a full season. Once a pitcher gives you a full season, for me, he's healthy. I don't know who's going to get hurt or when. So, you know, I want to get a Giolito, and I want to get a Wheeler, and then I want to get a Rodgers and a McClanahan, or a Rodgers and a Snell, and now you can see how that pitching staff is shaping up, then to the other players that I mentioned, then we fill out with Jordan Montgomery, Patrick Sandoval, I'm giving you all the names, I like Bailey Ober, did a breakdown on him, I like Joe Ryan, though I know if you watch my breakdown, it might not sound like I was over the moon for him, but he's getting the opening day nod, he's going to get all the starts, and the fastball is pretty wicked. He's shown some strikeout potential always through his day. I think the price is pretty palatable. You know, you're not really paying the SP1 price, so I've kind of come around in him a touch. Again, he's kind of survived the war of attrition that is baseball and spring training, so I'm circling back to the Montgomery's, to the Sandoval. I like Joe Ryan. I've been very high in Alex Cobb, and now we saw the velocity in spring training through the roof. Get with Cobb. He's going to be very, very good um, I mentioned Ober. I like Reed Detmers a little bit later on. That's certainly one of my guys. And then don't be afraid to chase some of the helium. I know it doesn't sound like my style to be on the hot stuff, but the stuff is there. It's, you know, when we're talking about Jesus Lazardo and Mackenzie Gore, we're not talking about nobodies that look great over small samples. These are guys with the skill sets, with the pedigree, with years of track records in the minor leagues, always just waiting to either stay healthy or figure it out. At the suppressed price, I'm getting behind those guys. So you see how... I pretty much gave you how I'm piecing together my entire team. You know, it's Bryce Harper and then Zach Wheeler. And then uh, I like really like Tyler O'Neill. We did a breakdown on him. And you can see how right I talked about getting two outfielders. We're going to pair Harper with O'Neill. And I talked about pairing, you know, pitchers. Where I'm going to have um, Giolito. Now that fourth pick is likely the closer because I want to, you know, get those saves that I mentioned. So, you know, I really take all the advice that I give. And then we're starting to get back into more hitters and the pitchers. And you can see where doop, 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 start. Filling in where the players I said I like go. And you're going to end up with a team that has, you know, Colton Wong at middle infielder. And Willie Adamas is playing short. Maybe Jonathan in the second. Willie Adamas at short. Ryan McMahon at third. Bryce Harper. Tyler O'Neill. Then I like, you know, I've seen Stanton fall to places I really like him. I like some balanced guys like Ben Intendi. Really nice. And if you're into some later picks, guys, I like you. I'm just letting it all out right now. Jorge Mateo is probably my favorite late outfield pick. He's playing every day for the Orioles. He's probably going to have shortstop and outfield eligibility, which is a really nice combination. And he's stealing bases like crazy. I think he averaged 47 stolen bases a year for the Miners, past like five or six years. He's really set to take off. I mentioned Kevin Smith. A couple guys that I really 
really like. So I think that'll do it for the State of the Baseball Union address with our, you know, Mayo Media Net cram session here with Big Johnny Stud. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned something. I hope you liked it. Get up in the comments. Let me know what I missed. That's what this is for. This is this is really just the beginning. I hope this is just the first half of this. Get in the comments and I will cover all that. And I'll tell you what, if there's enough down there, I'll cover the comments in a whole other thing. Because we are here for you. This is what we do. Me, you, and the Cork Stats crew. Thanks so much, everybody. Running a touch long, but I think it was worth it. We took you through every position. You know, values and bargains and overpriced guys and fades. Sleepers and busts. Everything in between. Even different formats. Roto and points. So, you know, from Pat Mayo, ladies and gentlemen... At the Mayo Media Net, my producer, Maddie Best. Thanks for all the help, everybody out there. Thanks for spending your time with us. You know, my time is precious. I try and treat yours the same. I think that'll do it. I catch this on the flip side. Everybody, just remember, when you work this hard, it feels a lot less like luck, if you know what I'm saying. All right, man. Peace.